Welcome to the Inner Revolution Show, where we take a journey within to uncover the inner resources deep within our soul to transform physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. It is through this higher sense of knowing we are able to design and live our lives with purpose, compassion, and for the collective consciousness. Are you ready to start your own inner revolution? Come with me. Welcome to the Inner Revolution Show, everyone. This is a very special episode. This will be the first episode that I actually recorded after the global pandemic. And I know that this is a trying time for all, one in which we face many uncertainties all throughout the world, as no one is untouched by this. So I felt it was really important to bring you the best show right now at the height of this current crisis in the world with individuals who I knew would be able to give you a positive spin on something that can seem so dark. Individuals who would be able to talk to you about mental well-being, emotional well-being, physical well-being, and spiritual growth. As you know, that is the true purpose of us here in the Inner Revolution. So I'm really excited today to be sharing this episode with you. As you know, our last couple episodes have been about getting back to the body, honoring the body. And there's no better time than now with this current pandemic to make sure that we're all keeping ourselves healthy, safe, and in the best physical shape that we possibly can. And so for this show today, I'm excited to bring back one of our former guests and his cousin. And I'm telling you, it is a great, great show. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about cousins, actor, singer, and multiple business owner, Matt Hall, and professional health well-being and fitness coach, Dan Ramsden. And they have created an amazing podcast called the Rich and Success Podcast, which I had the honor of being on not that long ago. And they are just an amazing duo out there doing wonderful things for the world. And their journey really is to create a life that is worth living, in which we all live happier, healthier, and more fulfilled lives that result with our families feeling blessed in our presence and us feeling more youthful and able to tackle all the things that come to us. And again, this is probably the most important time that I could be bringing this to all of you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So let's go ahead and get Dan and Matt on the show. Hey guys, can you hear me? Loud and clear. How are you doing? (laughs) Good afternoon. I was going to say for you, it's morning for me. Um, (laughs) How is England uh, these days? It's not too bad. The weather's got a little bit better. We've been ridden with storms lately, so there's been a lot of storms going on over here. Mm -hmm. Um, Really bad wind and rain, but now it's just about clearing up, and now we've got a a global epidemic on our hands now, so we're just uh, struggling with that at the minute as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I was saying pre-show that we have been trying to get together for a while and life just had its, you know, circumstances for us all. And I think that there was a reason why this show ended up being recorded today. So for our listeners, this is the first show since we have been declared into a global pandemic. And many of us around the world are trying to wrap our heads, our hearts, our hands around everything that's going on. And I couldn't think of two more amazing individuals to bring onto the show right now who could bring some sense of clarity and calm to us, particularly in relation to some of the things that we can be doing to improve our health right now. I mean, some of us are not going to work. I know I'm off. Our, my university is completely shut down. Uh, We're going to be going online in a couple of weeks, and most likely we'll be doing online learning the rest of the semester, it looks. So there's a lot of time available to a lot of us right now that we can really be using as a blessing. So, So you know what I was thinking, first and foremost, was that you guys are really doing this amazing work out there with with the Rich and Success podcast, but you have taken it now beyond that to doing some live events and classes and courses, and you have your online community. So can you talk just a little bit to the listeners about how you have sort of come to this progression of the work that you're doing right now? Yeah, so it's 
it's been a crazy journey for us uh, since we launched this. Um, we, we were getting some fantastic guests, some great material, yeah. traveling the length and width of the country. We had you on our show. We had um, a, a fellow American um, on the show, Helen, who you recommended to us, Helen Hillix. Yeah. She's an absolutely fantastic lady. Um, and we've been, things were shifting and things were changing. And we felt that what we, what we have in our toolkit now, we can really help to deliver it and give it back to people. So we are running courses. We did our first live event this week, which we did in, um, in Yorkshire, in Leeds. Um, and that was a great start. We did really well with it. We were happy with the feedback, although there was some constructive, good criticism as well, which we always like to learn from and grow from. Um, we've got a yoga and fitness retreat coming up in the south of France. And we've got some online fat loss courses coming up also. And we do some, you know, some coaching now as well. So there's a lot going on. And, um, you know, we're really looking forward to where it's shifting and where it's taking us now. Yeah, absolutely. And I am so happy for you both because you have been working really hard. And I know you've been investing everything, personal, financial, you know, everything to really get here. And I remember being on your show and we talked about you know, how do you define success? And I think that you guys are really showing us what it really looks like. And it, it does take sacrifice. It does take a lot of balance in all the things that we think about. And I know, Dan, you're a father of two beautiful kids and you have to balance all those kinds of things in there. So, so one of the things that I was thinking about would be really great to talk about today for our listeners. We have been really doing this discussion of bringing ourselves back to our body in the spiritual journey of the mind-body-spirit alignment. Because many people often get focused on just one thing, right? Um, they focus on their mental health for a long period of time, and then their physical health gets compromised or other things like that. They focus on just working out to escape, and then they don't deal with their emotions and their mental well-being. And you guys are really putting together a lot of different things that are showing the importance of that mind-body-spirit alignment. So I've been so excited. We've had a, a couple of guests now who have been talking about getting back to the body, honoring the body, those sorts of things. So can you talk a little bit, either of you or both of you or, you know, whatever at the same time, um, what has been your journey in coming to this space of recognizing the importance of the body in that spiritual process and your own growth? Matt, do you want to take that? So for me, I think it is always difficult to know how to get the balance of everything perfectly. Yeah. I think it all starts with the mind. So something I've got really, really interested in, in the last sort of 12 months, really, is human behavior, human psychology. And yay. that's what led me to, yay. <laughs> and, and it is, you know, through speaking to people like yourselves, it's been a fantastic journey. And what we were, just to touch on what we were saying earlier, it almost became a massive missed opportunity for us to help others to just rely on doing a podcast and getting guests. We were learning so much that we wanted to do more for others. The whole ethos behind it is helping people wake up to their opportunities in their own life, define what success means to them, and then giving them the tools, the strategies, and the tips to live happier, healthier, and more fulfilled lives. So that's when I then looked into doing a neuro-linguistic programming course, which I've done, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm now a qualified practitioner, which is a fantastic thing. Now looking into coaching and Going back to your question, um, for me, if the mind's not there, then you're not going to look after your body because you're not going to be thinking about it in the right way. So yeah. that was the first thing to get right for me. Um, and then I think it's about recognising getting that balance right. I think you can, some people can find themselves, they only feel happy when they're working out really hard in the gym and they're going extreme right. and they're getting their diet bang on. That was me previously. Yeah, and I've sort of had bouts of that as well. And, it's, and then you have other times where you've gone so extreme that then you can't even step into a gym again because you've kind of worn yourself out. So for me, it's about getting the head right first and being able to approach it in the right way so that there's balance, so that you're training regular, you're eating healthy regular, but you're also allowing yourself to sometimes just have fun. And if you, if you need a day off from the gym, have a day off. If you need... If you fancy it, crave some foods that aren't going to be great for your body long term. They're going to be great for your mind in the short term. Allow yourself it. But it's getting that healthy relationship between yourself, really. Becoming more self-aware aware about 
maybe your weaknesses and recognizing, okay, I know I have a problem when I go to extreme. So I'm just going to pull back slightly and I'm going to work on being okay with that. I think that's the most important thing for me. I'm working with a, a lot of people now on their holistic approach to health. So some people who come to me, I've, I've had a lot of people that have trained with me over the years for body composition, um, training for an event, um, training to be fit for something. Um, and it always seemed like I was coaching people to constantly improve. You know, there were, there were never a happiness place. There were never a flow state with people. It's always like they had to go all in on something. Um, and like a 12-week plan. Yeah. I'll be happy at that point. When yeah. I get right. That kind of thing. And, and I'll, I, I've now started to question everybody's beliefs about why they want to do that. Well, what happens when we get there? What are you going to do after that? Have you given it any thought? And I, because I want this to be a sustainable, slow, progressive lifestyle where you just enjoy the flow of it. Um, so it's it's more looking after the whole well-being of that individual. I'm not just going to direct the result if then they go missing for six months and they do something damaging to the health after it. If you know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I love, I saw it posted somewhere. I can't remember if it was in your Facebook group or, or on Instagram, but you know, you even said, um, Dan, that if you're looking for quick results or if you're looking to lose some weight for some photo opportunity or Instagram pics or, you know, even something really short term, I'm not the one to work with you. And that really, I loved you before, but I loved you even more at that point because I remember years ago when I was big into fitness, and as I shared with you, I was a CrossFit girl, I was training for an Arnold, I was doing a lot of things, I was, you know, 6% body fat, you know, all these kinds of things. Wow. I lost myself in all of that. I just went crazy and started to really experience a lot of mental instability after that. Um, you know, any little bit of bloating would bother me. And I never yeah. had that kind of issue growing up. I was always thin, but I was sort of the thin girl in an overweight family. So nobody ever dieted. Nobody talked about anything. So I never had any body issues growing up until that moment. So later on, I went as a researcher when I became a professor, and it was one of my first studies that I actually did. I went behind stage and started interviewing these women who were really engaged in this competition long term and talking about, you know, what was it like psychologically, mentally, emotionally, and the stories they shared were immense um, and how it has such long impact. So I love your approach, and I think, you know, really applaud yourself for that because as a mental health practitioner, this is going to protect lives down the road from all of this body shaming and other issues that might be involved self as well you know i've had to realize some of the things that i was doing yeah some of the things that i was doing were completely detrimental to me um physically i looked great i've been in the best shape that i've been in to to take that photo that photo opportunity but mentally it wired up completely wrong which is that's not right and it's a false image and it's you're not portraying something that's really valuable long-term to people. So, and I think it's really important for other influences in the industry when it comes to fitness and health and well-being that you're actually looking at it as an holistic point of view in terms of how does that individual feel? What are they going to do long-term? Are they going to, you know, is their behavioral patterns sustainable and, and does it have longevity to it? Because ultimately this is why I started this journey now for me uh, from my mother's passing. Uh, wanting to know more about it, wanting to understand human health and, and human psychology a lot more. And then, you know, who am I to, to not really abide by that and, and, and give back what, what's really important to me? And I think it's really important. What Dan's touched on there is very applicable to health and nutrition and fitness, but it's, it's also something in the journey. Then that's where I think people get stuff wrong. They put everything on short-term goals in business, in relationships, and in their fitness. And I think it's understanding it's good to have goals, it's good to have short-term, long-term. If that works for you, brilliant. I think it's good to be specific and know where you want to go with things. But it's also important to, A, be open to things to change and be ready to adapt and, and welcoming new things. But B, to reassess, am I enjoying the journey? Am I enjoying the process? And am I respecting that it is a long journey and 
not just right by this point or this age i want this many kids or this amount of money in the bank and then i'll be happy and this is what i think so many people do and we talk about you know success being different to everybody now if success to you is that you want a lot of money and you strive for a lot that's fantastic you know who are we to say that's good bad or indifferent that's your choice and that's great and we do talk about if you do want those things there is an element of hustle as Gary V says and there is an element of hard work sacrifice and if you can make that balance work where you're happy with that and, and enjoying the process then that's fantastic but if actually you're finding it a real struggle every single day week after week month after month you have to start to assess stuff the way we look at things is seasonal and we sort of say there's going to be times where we're not actually loving the journey. We're having less sleep than we want. Mm -hmm. Our health isn't the number one priority. We're working really hard and some of it's stressful. But as long as we know that's kind of just a seasonal thing and things will change, that's kind of a way of enjoying the journey and being okay with it because it's, it's right for now. And I think that applies to everybody should think a little bit more like that. I think people can sometimes get very one-track minded and you can lose yourself in that and you can get a little bit um, a little bit lost with I've got in so deep with something and I don't know how to get out of it. But I think if you recognise it's all seasonal and everything can change and enjoy the process, if you remember those three things, that can help keep you mentally in a good space and then everything else can be in a good place too. So I was going to ask you, so are you enjoying the journey? Absolutely. And, and enjoying it for us means we're having huge sacrifices and huge hardships because we're challenging ourselves all the time. We're pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone into what we call that stretch zone all the time. And that doesn't mean that it's like fun enjoyment, but <laughs> right. it's certainly fulfilling enjoyment. And it's recognizing this is our choice and we're aligned and we're on the path that we've chosen to be on. So, and, and we're learning all the time and that's an amazing it's, feeling. It's one of those bittersweet kind of things. You know, if you've really pushed yourself physically, yeah. in the actual moment of doing a hill sprint, <laughs> you know, and you get 50 meters in and you've got another 60 meters to run, you're not in absolute bliss. Right. <laughs> But you know that when you've finished, you're going to be a hell of a lot better for it. And it's just one of those bittersweet things. We're setting up something that we regard to be a, a big thing. We, we think we've got a lot to give and a lot to help um, from our experiences and, and also what we're prepared to learn as well. We're going above and beyond to learn more skills. So we know that what we're doing is, is moving the right way. We've had to make a hell of a lot of sacrifices. Obviously, as you know, that I'm juggling uh, two children as well as going through a marriage breakup, which has been, you know, an immense task in its own right. Yeah. Um, but then to to move away from my independent coaching that I've been doing and, and you know, working on a bigger platform has been difficult, you know. Yeah. But have I enjoyed it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've learned a lot about myself and, you know, I'm very proud of, of that as well. And And I think it's one of those that... The most proudest moments is when you come through adversity, you know, right. from what I've done previously with, with playing rugby or, or boxing or anything like that. If you, if you come through some hardship and you've, and you've dealt with, you know, the situation well and you think, you know what, I give that a really good shot and I'm really proud of that. They're, they're the most proudest moments. You know, you, when you move yourself out of the comfort zone, it's, it's such an important thing. And that's what we're advocates of, of saying that we all should be trying to do. I think the biggest part of success is to push yourself on every level, physically, emotionally, mentally, not to the point of despair, but to the right. point where you can say, I'm really proud of myself. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that you both have been on a spiritual journey as well recently. And I know, Dan, you and I have known each other for a while. And Matt, I've been witnessing it as well as you sort of um, didn't leave the performance life, but transitioned away in a way to create this newer identity, which was getting you back to probably what you always were, but just didn't have time to really maybe move into it. So can either of you talk about you know, what you have been doing particularly into um, 
you know, really broaden your spiritual growth. And also, as I think about this, would be part two of the question would be, do you have anything that you guys do separately together um, each day as, our, as a practice that maybe you could share with some of our listeners? Yeah, so for me, the moving away from performing, all I ever did was perform. I've been an actor on television, on stage. I've been a singer and I run an entertainment company as well. Mm. Um, and that's, that's all I've done. And for me, I would always put my interpretation of success on when I get that next role mm. and, you know, getting people telling me I've done great and, and all that kind of stuff. And I remember as a kid thinking if I didn't become a hugely successful actor, I'd be really disappointed because I hate seeing those older actors that are like now drama teachers or they're doing something else. To right. me, it was just like, they just weren't good enough. And so that for me was ultimate failure. So for me, understanding that success doesn't all lie within those jobs, but also failure doesn't come from not getting successful acting jobs. Actually, what I realized for my spiritual journey was there's so much deeper success to be had away from that. So for me now, being strong enough to admit that I don't need those acting roles for me to be happy internally yeah. has actually created a new feeling of happiness I never knew existed. I've allowed myself that permission to not beat myself up over that stuff. I still love performing and acting and I'm still open to the opportunities. I'm still sure something good will happen in that field. But now that's not my whole life. I don't put all my happiness on that. And that was a real tough journey for me to go on. And what I realized is the performing world, for me, success is if you haven't got happiness in your health, then you're a really unsuccessful person in my eyes. And that's my take on it. So that's been a huge shift for me as a person um spiritually and yeah i'm i'm currently like so grateful that i was able to push myself beyond it was just about becoming open-minded to other opportunities i guess and i would say to any of your listeners that if you've been doing a job for a long time or perhaps had a certain beliefs or thoughts about your current kind of career or what success means to you it's a really good starting point is to stay, take a step back and actually question why do you believe that and why do you think that's happiness and success and is it really and that can just ho open a whole new door and a whole new world and that's what what's happened for me and now this is what I'm trying to pass on to others as well so just opening a door it's opening several doors several yeah, of them absolutely yeah. Yeah, as some close and some open, right? Yeah, yeah some smack you in the face. <laughs> yeah, always. And then it's like a, and then it's like a labyrinth. You open one door and there's like ten thousand doors, and you're yeah. like, oh my god. And also that that's the thing about self reflection, and when you really are prepared to do some self work, which is what we've been doing, yeah. um, you know, and that's what we're advocates are putting out there to other people. You've got to really figure yourself out. And, and cut out all the noise and the fog that's out there in the world. There's too much noise on social media. Uh, there's too many distractions, television, newspapers, radios, um, pointless conversations. <laughs> right. And I think we need to take ourselves away and do some real self-reflection and some self-work, you know, go for a walk, um, do some meditation, um, just be present with yourself and understand what it is about you that you think that you need to work on as an individual. Mm -hmm. What what does life mean to you and where do you think you, you want to go with it? And then I think that's when you when you do that self-work and you do live in your own body and mind for a little while, that's when you're ready to then go out there into the world and, and do some good with it. Because it's all about giving back. But you, you can't do that if if there's too much distraction and noise going on around you. And you're going to get a big amen from me on that one, because I mean, that's what we're all about here in the inner revolution is recognizing that there will always be moments, no matter how far we think we come, there will always be this moment that's going to pull us back, back within as it should to say, oh, but you've yet to see this. So let's take a look at this. You've yet yeah. to even meet this. Let's take a piece, yeah. you know, and I always remind people just as we start to get comfortable, 
start to anticipate that the spiritual journey is going to pull you back like a rubber band and say, now it's time to grow. Now it's time to do something more. And you guys are doing that. And I have to say to Matt, you know, it's really been fun to watch your growth because, you know, I've known Dan and I always have seen him and he's, he's a rock star, but you really have come along and physically as well. I mean, you're looking fantastic. And I think that that has a lot to do that you finally have put the pieces together. Would you agree on that? Yeah, absolutely. So for 11 years, I was gigging in a band, performing every single week and yeah. also running my businesses in an office. So both those jobs meant a lot of time sat down and ultimately I was, I was working out in the gym, but I was stressed. I was tired. My yeah. body clock was all over. I'd be getting in on the on the weekends from my gigs, I'd be getting home at like 6am in the morning. And then Monday comes for my office job, I'd be getting up at 5am in the morning. So the the stress that that has on your body, and this is why I had to make these changes. And as soon as I have, I've got more energy, I've got more focus. And as a result, the the results physically start to come, you know, the way that I apply myself in the gym now and things like that. So it is really, um, it is really testament to having that reflection and making the, the subtle changes over time that are necessary, that is working. And I want to say as well, almost to kind of contradict some of it to some degree, what I've learned about myself and what I'm an advocate of when we coach people now is about, for me, what we touched upon there, like a big part of success and achievement internally comes from growing, learning and moving forward. And I think it's really important for us that we do that and that's a big part of what we try and coach is we've both struggled with depression and we've both been coming through some really tough times um you know these last few years with them and without reaching success has been an awful lot personally going on for us but we've found the best medicine for us is to keep moving forward keep learning keep growing as children we learn and we grow all the time and what tends to happen for most adults is they get to their mid-20s or 30 or whatever and society puts us in this box where it's like you need to get your job have a partner have kids and you're set now no more learning no more growing just keep doing this until you retire and I think this is the norm for so many people and this is where depression can kick in this is where panic and anxiety for the future can kick in because you suddenly lose your identity you just become a husband a wife or a father or that person at work and I think for us, it's, that's really important to keep reassessing, keep taking risks, making those bold moves and decisions and not just accepting what that, that box that society puts you in. So this is something for us, we're always going to keep pushing that for people as a suggestion. You know, are you moving forward? Are you learning new things? Are you growing? If not, perhaps that's if, if you are struggling in life, if you are finding you're going through depression, maybe that's a place to look at is continuing to move forward we've both had to take huge financial cuts in the last 12 months in order to do what we're doing but we had faith in the process and making that bold decision is very difficult just like it is anything but it's literally the leap of faith you've got to take it Um, and that is obviously what we're advocates of and we have to put ourselves out there and showcase that if we are going to coach people and we're going to help people, we're going to mentor people and do live events, then we want to be living proof and examples of what we're talking about. So Matt took a huge risk there and credit to him. He said to me, um, you know, a couple of years ago, Dan, what can I do? I'm really stuck here. I don't, I don't feel like, um, you know, my body composition is worthy of my efforts that I'm putting in, in the gym. Yeah. Uh, and, but, but only 15% of your metabolism comes through exercise. You know, there's a huge, huge part about your metabolism that contributes, you know, further past your exercise. That's not the only thing that we should be thinking about. And this is a lot of people only isolate exercise as, as one thing. Um, and, and I just said, Matt, you're doing everything that you can with the options that you have. You literally can't do any more. I would, I would be doing the same as you. If I was in your shoes, I said, you're going to have to, at some point, consider taking that risk and, and moving away from it. Credit to the man, he, he, took, it on, he, he took it on the chin and, and did exactly what he needed to do yeah. for his health. You know, that, that was the ultimate thing. It's not about 
you know, he, he was standing in front of hundreds of people, sometimes thousands of people, gigging at festivals and being this, this iconic person where everyone's looking up to him, he's singing, he's, he's got that buzz, he's doing it with his friends, he's getting paid lots of money to do it. Um, and, and he knew that he had to do something that was, you know, taking him away from the egotistical side, you know, because it was only buttering his ego up, it wasn't doing anything for his health or his mental health. Right. He knew that he knew that he had to take that leap of faith and credit to him. He, he did exactly that. Yeah. So, and I have to say that the progression for both of you has been beautiful to watch. And um, we're excited here at the Inner Revolution. We are fans and we love seeing you guys grow. Your podcast is doing fantastic. And so can you tell our listeners a little bit about this yoga retreat? This sounds really awesome and something that many would probably be very interested in. Yeah, so we've got a contact from the south of France. She's called Laurie. Well, one of the podcast episodes that we did, we went to Beiritz, uh, which is a beautiful sort of surfing European capital. Um, it's a really, really nice place. With some really lovely people there. It is more, more of a a spiritual type place isn't it really so really chilled happy people everywhere you look every bar you go into every restaurant people were just they, they just have such a chilled happy way of life and that was coming from england yeah. a, a real <laughs> shock to the system for us. <laughs> oh nice people elsewhere <laughs> yeah they actually exist <laughs> uh, it was funny because as soon as we landed back home uh, we were coming out of London Stansted and it's absolute carnage yeah. uh, down there. London is crazy. And we, we, we're just coming out of the of the airport there and someone's beeping the horn and waving their hands all over the place. And we're like, oh yeah, we're back we're home. Back. We're, we're back home, home. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just a, it's a beautiful place, got a great vibe. And uh, the, the lady that's helping us facilitate this program is Laura, who... She did a podcast episode with us uh, right near back um, at the start of when we launched Rich in Success. Um, and we decided that we'd collaborate. Um, she's going to bring yoga and hypnotherapy. Um, and we're going to be running fitness and mindset uh, sessions and also give people tasks of self-reflection as well. Because we want people to come away from the, the course and feel like they've had a bit of a shift we want them to feel like their perspective has been changed and they didn't just escape for a few days. I think this is the thing that people do when they, they take a vacation. They just want to leave the, the world behind yeah. and just, you know, present and then just enjoy that 48 hour or, or a week period where they just completely, you know, shut down, forget about the world. And that's really important. But equally, what are you going to do when you get back? Right. You know, what things have you got in place that are going to help you shift and adapt and change? You know, like, were you really stressed before you came on this, this trip? If so, what, what, let's look into that. And we're going to give people some self-reflection techniques and some time to themselves. But there's going to be some, some fitness in there, obviously. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm like. Um, <laughs> so we're going to be pushing people physically as well, but then give them the opportunity to... Um, self-reflect, unwind, go for some beautiful walks in a beautiful place. I'm so glad that, that Dan just said that about it. it's, it's what people take away because we're so passionate about that people don't actually get this proper time and it's only if they force themselves in and around the right places and people that they do it but it can be absolutely massively life-changing for your next 20 years plus it can put you on an entirely different course if you actually give yourself permission to take a step back, but not as Dan just said, to retreat and hide away, but to actually reassess everything you've got going on and then start implementing the, the correct changes you need to make sure that you're moving forward in the way you want to. So we're super, super passionate. It's from the 10th to the 13th, I believe, of September in the south of France. Um, tickets have just gone on sale at the moment. We're saying if people are intrigued and they want to have any more information to drop us an email to podcast at gmail.com. Um, and we're basically going to be in this beautiful house. As Dan said, it's a gorgeous place to do it. Um, and it's only going to be a small group of people, but I really believe it's going to be an incredible journey for those people that come with us 
And I'm so excited to actually see where those people are 12 months after, because that is the main key. This is all about what you get to take away from it. Yeah, no, it sounds fantastic. Really sounds like something right up my alley. So I'll definitely be checking into that. And I'm sure in the world will be in a much better place by September. And I think people are really yearning for connection again. You know, it, it's unfortunate right now with the world events that we're having to go predominantly online and things like that. And I think that this is, as I always said, there's always a blessing in every conflict and struggle. And what I have seen come out of this, this pandemic right now is that it's reminding us of how important our personal relationships are, how those closest to us are far more important. Um, and it's the world is requiring us to hunker down and be close again, which is really beautiful to watch in a way. And so I think we're going to see a lot of these types of retreats and events really, really um, blossoming after all of this. And I think people are really going to take to it. So this sounds fantastic. So so I have um, a little gift for you guys as we start to get to the end of the show, but I will, I will do that in a minute. As you remember, you tortured me on your show with the questions of uh, what would I rather, you know, prefer or choose. So uh, my son, Alex, actually came up with a few of these, and I also did as well. We're going to ask you, so get ready. But um, I always conclude the show with the um, milestone question in a way. I always call it the footprint in the sand question. And this is the one where you get to talk about your legacy and what you really hope to leave to the world. So with all of the work that you've been doing and all the growth that you've been experiencing, setback growth, everything that's in between, what is it when you're you know, looking back on your life you know, in your 80s, 90s, 100s, hopefully, you know, when we get there later in our life that you really hope to have given to the world? For me, it sounds really simple, but that I made a positive change for the people around me. Mm. And, you know, the aim is to, we believe massively in having big goals. And if you don't quite hit them, you'll have still done probably much bigger, greater things than you ever expected. Um, so for me, I'd love to impact people positively around the world and make positive shifts around the world. But ultimately, that, that's, that's wonderful. But as long as the people who did come into contact with me, I made a positive impact and change, shift, impression on them, then that would be a fantastic thing to be remembered by. And I believe a, a fantastic legacy to have. A huge one for me, um, and I drew a, a hell of a lot of inspiration from it. Um, my mother had a service, which was 10 years after she passed away. Uh, my mother was a fire control operator, so she received the emergency calls and sent out the, uh, the fire crews to the, to the events, whether it be a, a, a traffic accident or a fire or whatever. And she worked in that field for 30 years. Um, and 10 years after she passed away, the fire service did a, mem a memorial service for her. They laid a plaque. Uh, they, put, um, they put a Christmas tree in the memorial ground for her. And even though it was 10 years after she passed away, there was about 60 people that showed up that day to yeah. pay tribute to her. And I was so inspired because I just were expecting a couple of friends and, and family members and that'd be it. But loads of people came out of the woodwork to pay tribute to my mum after so long. Ten years is a long time. Right. But they'd not forgotten about her because she had, you know, she was one of those types of people that she really did make a good impression on. And she really helped a lot of people. Um, and she was just a great energy and a great soul and, a, and it were an absolute honour to say that, you know, that I were a son. So I were like, I have to do something like this. I have to, I owe it to her. I owe it to her memory to give something back to the world and, and help people like she did. But I'm just going to do it on a bigger scale because that's what I'm like. Once I've got my head on something, I'll, I'll, I'll go out and get it. So... Oh. Yeah, that, that, that was something that it was just a really inspiring moment for me. 
Yeah, no, it sounds absolutely beautiful. And she sounds like an amazing spirit to have had on this planet in that time that she was here. And her legacy is continuing on. It's evident in, in both of you, as I know Matt as her nephew and, and all of that, being able to take this work into the world. So bravo for both of you. I'm, I'm over here like ready to cry at this moment. So thank you, Dan. Thank you for that, for that moment. But so... So turning things a little bit as we come to the close of the show, we have the would you rather questions. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay, yeah. so these, these are the fitness and health um, sort of questions. So they're not going to be as horrible as you think. I actually made sure we didn't ask a few of those, even though we may ask the one I already I gave you a hint to. But all right, so exercise gurus, ready? Question number one, would you rather do 100 push-ups or 300 sit-ups? 100 push-ups. Yeah, definitely the push-ups for me. That took a little bit for a minute for you guys to respond. You were like, huh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so you're choosing the push-ups. Okay. Question two. Yeah, the sit-ups. Rather... Volume sit-ups is bad for your back. Yeah, yeah. Would you rather eat only broccoli with every meal for the rest of your life or eat only spinach as a main meal for the rest of your life? Broccoli. <laughs> <That was> <laughs> <best>. <laughs> All right. We work in synergy. Can you see we work well together? <laughs> question three. Here we go, hydration people. All right. So question three. Would you rather complete an exercise without water or would you rather complete an exercise without eating all day? Ooh. Um, oh god, it really depends on the exercise, it, yeah. I mean, the day and the sleep, yeah. And every, There's so many factors, There's so many factors involved there. Oh my god, uh, you can, water is life, yeah. We have to go with water, with water yeah. We have, we have to go with that if it's, if it's something that we just have to shoot from the hip. Just get that water in, and then we'll fast for a day. We can do that, yeah. So you we'll want to go without eating, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, fasting is becoming so much more normal these days and so healthy in a way intermittently, right? I mean, so there's some benefits there. Okay. Would you rather, this one's funny, take a pill that gives you the perfect body or take a pill that guarantees you'll live well beyond 80? The, the 80 one. I'd, li I'd like to be around for a while because I feel there's so much to learn, give, grow at any age. So. I'd rather, and I'll just be healthy and have the body anyway. I can make that. Happen. There you go. I'm going to go with Matt as well because I've been in top physical shape and been in my worst mental state, so it doesn't mean mm. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's okay looking good, but, you know, what are you doing with it? How do you feel? Right. This one's Alex. Would you rather never sweat during a workout or never feel sore after a workout? I quite like feeling sore. It makes me, it's a nice, a good indicator that I've done the right thing. I like both. Oh, oh. <laughs> the I truth like comes out. <laughs> no, I like sweating. It's a good indicator. Oh, I can't decide, Vinny. Sorry. I'll go without soreness because then I can get up and go again. Okay. All right. All right. And we only have a couple more. Let's see what else he has here. Um, oh, this one's good. Would you rather have strong arms and weak legs or have strong legs and weak arms? You can only pick one. Strong legs. Yeah, I knew this. I knew you was going to go legs and I'm going to go arms. Really? Dan Dan's not happy with his legs. You want, you want bigger legs, don't you? Stronger legs. It's not that. It's, it's Your legs are the foundation. So if you've got it's like having a, a dodgy house built on no foundations. The, yeah. You know, you're not going to have a strong structure. You've got to have strong legs and you've got to have a strong core and everything will work off the back of it. More than likely, if that's the case, if your legs are strong and your core is strong, everything else will be strong as a result. There's too many people that work in isolation. So I see a lot of guys in the gym, for example, and they can outbench what they can deadlift. Their body's upside down. It's not, it's not right. 
Yeah, I, I have to agree with you. I think having had so many injuries in my life as a dancer and a competitive cheerleader that the, the bottom of my body was where I usually was the weakest. And it was what caused the greatest amount of problems that I had. And once I started into Pilates and all those kinds of things, like those, all those things went away and it makes a big difference. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me on this one. So here we go. Personal trainer, Dan, this one's going to be funny for you. Would you rather have an insanely mean personal trainer and have immediate results or have a super sweet personal trainer and see results within a few months? Long term. Yeah. It's, it's, well, God. It it, again, it depends on the individual. People need coaching in different ways. Right. Some people do need a bit of a foot up the ass. Excuse the language. Mm -hmm. And some people do need to take more of a, you know, a more thoughtful and holistic point. Um, so it depends on who you're working with. But I would say just somewhere in the middle of the two would be good because you want your results to be long and sustainable. I have worked with people in the past where they've got, they've got great results over a short period of time. But then when they're out of my care, they've, they've regressed and gone backwards again. I don't ever want to work with people where that happens. Yeah. I want to work with somebody and they've learned enough from me and they've taken the lesson and they can train efficiently and they know how to eat intuitively, not just follow a plan. They know what to do in what situation and all those sorts of things. So I'd say just somewhere in the middle. Sorry, it'd be awkward. No, I, it's okay. Like, you see, I, I know I personally respond really well with quite tough coaches that are really yeah. brutal. Um, but I would also be mindful that I'd, what we said earlier, it's the journey. I don't just want quick, instant gratification. I want long-term wins, you know, so yeah. somewhere in the middle. And I think like what Dan said, I think this might shift with life too, you know, because I think about when I was younger and I was so easy to fall off of the wagon. I needed someone to kick my ass a bit more, but being older now and being more sensitive and intuitive, I need somebody who's a bit softer with me at this point. You get too hard with me, I'm going to run. I'm just going to run away, you know? So yeah, it's, I think somebody who can be able to do that. So important. All right. Last question. I think I already know your answer to this one. Would you rather eat whatever you want, but be forced to exercise every day or have a strict diet, but never have to exercise? Definitely the first. Part of for me. It's eat everything and exercise. I mean, <laughs> just enjoy, enjoy both. <laughs> yeah. But you guys know, I mean, like, what would you say? What percentage of our overall health is what we eat? What would you, what would you estimate in your own personal opinion? 85%. 85. Yeah, I knew it was high. I just wasn't sure what it was. But, you know, and I was thinking, I said to my listeners the other day, I'm doing these um, 11 days of prayer and um, healing event right now with everything going on in the world. And I asked everybody the other day, I said, what's one thing you've changed just because of this, this pandemic right now in the world? Like, what's the one thing that you're doing better for yourself? And everybody said, well, knowing I'm going to be hunkered down for a little bit, I'm eating better because I can't go out, you know? And it's like, well, we don't need world crisis people to stop us from gording ourselves and eating horribly. But you know, maybe this will be a twist of fate that people will start to treat themselves better, you know, so. Like, hope so. And it's something that should be done anyway, you know. Exactly. People are getting really concerned about what, what they're going to do in this time and are they going to catch it and is it, what, what implications is it, is it going to have on their health? If you're strong enough and healthy enough and you focus on nutrition first and you look after yourself, you might have even had it and not even known about it because your immune system is strong enough to deal with things. Um, there's hardly asking football players. Some of those players have the coronavirus at the moment, and they didn't even show any symptoms. Why is this? Yeah. Because they're healthy athletes, and right. they eat well, and they look after themselves, and they're finely tuned. But they're, they're, in, they're kept in, in isolation now because they can't go and spread it. But actually right. within themselves... They're, they're okay physically they'll fight it off and they'll be fine uh, and that's the thing that and that is always the message you know be strong be healthy be fit look after yourself primarily and then you can go and give back then you can go and do what you need to do but too many people put their own health on the back burner for the sake of the financial um situation or 
they want to look after other people first so they don't look after themselves yeah you know it's, it's a really important message that we all should be just looking after ourselves anyway amen amen well lads thank you so much for being on the inner revolution it has been an absolute pleasure i know we have been trying to get together for a long time and it, it has been the absolute best moment that we could have come together today and listeners i know you guys have taken away a thousand golden nuggets from this episode alone and do check into the rich and success podcast i know that you guys are pretty much on everything are you not are you like on itunes and spotify and everything else that's out there to the human spirit that's right yeah we're on most podcasting platforms yeah correct good and then how else can everyone here in the inner revolution get in touch with you so we're on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, um, all on there is Rich in Success. Um, our email is richinsuccesspodcast at gmail.com. If you're interested in more of what we've got to offer, our online courses, our in-person events, our one-to-one coaching, which again can be done via online Zoom and things like that or in person. Um, drop us an email. We've got a website coming out soon, which is www.richinsuccess.com. And that's kind of us. Um, I'm Matt Hall. This is Dan Ramsden. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram individually as well. So do check us out. And um, we're just excited to be continuing this journey and helping more and more people every step of the way. So come and join us, be part of the community and let's all grow together. Thank you so much for being here on the show. Thank you, Renee. It's been an absolute yeah. pleasure. And you were absolutely sensational on ours as well. It, there were so many uh, great things to take away from that podcast episode that we did with you. So again, oh, thank you to you as well for your time. We're huge fans of your work. And you're always welcome here in the Inner Revolution. And everyone, be sure to check out these amazing men. Um, Dan and Matt can be found everywhere, as I just said. And continue to get back to your body as a sacred space. Try to remember that it is about the mind-body-spirit connection that's going to keep you in ultimate health, particularly in, in these trying times right now. So I am Dr. Renee for The Inner Revolution, and we will see you again next week. Thank you for listening to The Inner Revolution with Dr. Renee. Tune in again next week for another fabulous episode. You can reach out to me on Instagram at Mudre, or you can check out my website at www.transcendentheart.com. Talk to you again soon.